0: So find us at DailyBreadMoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom. It's Johanna, your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 15th of November. And on the Hebrew calendar, it is the second day of the month, Kislev. This week, our portion from the Torah is called Toldot, which means generations. And we're going to start in Genesis 26, verse 23 through 29. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people, Israel, and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. He went up from there to beersheba The Lord appeared to him that night and said, I am the God of your father, Abraham. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. And I will bless you and multiply your seed for the sake of Avraham my servant. So he built an altar there and called on the name of the Lord. He pitched his tent there, and Yitzchak's servants hollowed out a well there. Now Avimelech went to him from Geral along with Ahuzat his friend and Fichol the commander of his army. Yitzchak said to them, Why have you come to me, since you hate me, and sent me away from you? They said, We've clearly seen that the Lord has been with you. So we said, Let there now be an agreement between us, between us and you, and let us make a covenant with you, that you will do us no harm, just as we haven't touched you, and just as we did nothing to you but good, and sent you away in shalom. You are now blessed by the Lord. That was Genesis 26, verses 23 through 29. Our next portion today, our portion from the prophets, is Judges chapters 12 and 13. Then the men of Ephraim were summoned and crossed over to Tzaphon. They said to Iftah, Why did you cross over to fight against the children of Ammon without calling us to go with you? We will burn your house over you with fire. So Iftah responded to them, I and my people were in a bitter conflict with the children of Ammon, yet when I called you, you didn't deliver me from their hand. So when I saw that you weren't going to deliver, I put my life in my hand and crossed over against the children of Ammon, and the Lord gave them into my hand. So why have you come up to me today to fight me? Then Yiftach gathered all the men of Gilad and fought Ephraim. The men of Gilad defeated Ephraim because they said, You Giladites are just fugitives of Ephraim in the midst of Ephraim and in the midst of Manasseh." The Giladites captured the fords of the Jordan opposite Ephraim. So when any of the fugitives of Ephraim said, Let me cross over, the men of Gilad would ask him, Are you an Ephraimite? If he said, No, then they would say to him, Say now Shibolet, And he said, "Sibolet," since he could not pronounce it right. Then they would seize him and slay him at the fords of the Jordan. At that time, 42,000 of Ephraim fell. Yiftach judged Israel six years. Then Yiftach the Giladite died and was buried in one of the towns of Gilad. After him, Yifzan of Bethlehem judged Israel. Now he had 30 sons and 30 daughters. He sent them outside and brought in 30 girls from outside for his sons. He judged Israel seven years. Then Ibzan died and was buried in Bethlehem. Then after him, Elon the Zvulunite judged Israel. He judged Israel ten years. Then Elon the Zvulunite died and was buried in Ayalon in the land of Zvulun. After him, Avdon son of Hillel the Pirathonite, judged Israel. He had forty sons and thirty grandsons, who rode on seventy donkeys, and he judged Israel eight years. Then Avdon, the son of Hillel, the Pirathonite, died and was buried in Piraton, in the land of Ephraim, in the hill country of the Amalekites. Bnei Israel again did what was evil in the Lord's eyes, and the Lord gave them into the hand of the Philistines for forty years. Now there was a certain man from Torah, from a Danite clan, whose name was Manoah. His wife was barren and bore no children. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Behold now, you are barren and have not borne children. But you will conceive and bear a son. Now therefore, be careful not to drink wine or strong drink or eat any unclean thing. For behold, you will conceive and bear a son. Let no razor come upon his head, for the boy will be a Nazarite to God from the womb. He will begin to deliver Israel from the hand of the Philistines." Then the woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came to me, and his appearance was like the appearance of the angel of God. Very awesome. But I did not ask him where he was from, nor did he tell me his name. He said to me, Behold, you will conceive and bear a son, so drink no wine or strong drink, and eat nothing unclean, For the child will be a Nazarite to God from the womb to the day of his death. Then Manoach entreated the Lord and said, My Lord, please let the man of God whom you have sent come to us again and teach us what we will do for the boy to be born. God listened to the voice of Manoach, and the angel of God came again to the woman, and she was sitting in the field but her husband Manoach was not with her. So the woman ran quickly and told her husband and said to him, Look, the man that came to me the other day has appeared to me. So Manoach got up and followed his wife. When he came to the man, he asked him, Are you the one who spoke to the woman? I am, he said. Then Manoach said, Now may your words come about. What will be the child's rule and his mission? The angel of the Lord said to Manoach, Let the woman abstain from all that I mentioned to her. She should not eat anything that comes from the grapevine, or drink wine or strong drink, or eat any unclean thing. She must observe all that I commanded her. Then Manoach said to the angel of the Lord, please let us detain you so that we may prepare a young goat for you. But the angel of the Lord said to Manoach, If you could detain me, I would not eat your food, but if you present a burnt offering, then offer it to the Lord. For Manoach did not realize that he was the angel of the Lord. Then Manoach asked the angel of the Lord, What is your name, so that when your words come to pass, we may honor you? But the angel of the Lord said to him, Why do you ask for my name? It is wonderful. Manoach took the young goat with the meal offering and offered them on the rock to the Lord, and he did something wonderful as Manoach and his wife were watching. For it came about when the flame went up from off the altar toward heaven that the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. Manoach and his wife were looking on, then they fell on their faces to the ground. But the angel of the Lord appeared no more to Manoach or to his wife. Then Manoach realized that he was the angel of the Lord. Manoach said to his wife, We will surely die because we have seen God. But his wife said to him, If the Lord had desired to kill us, he would not have accepted a burnt offering and a meal offering from our hand, nor would he have shown us all these things or let us hear such things as these at this time. Then the woman bore a son and called his name Shimshon. So, the boy grew up, and the Lord blessed him. The Ruach of the Lord began to stir him in Machinedan between Zorah and Eshtaol That was judges chapters twelve and thirteen Today, our portion from the writings is psalm thirty five A psalm of David, Lord. Oppose those who oppose me. Fight those who fight me. Take hold of shield and buckler and rise up to my help. Draw out also a spear and battle axe. Stop those who pursue me. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. May those who seek my life be ashamed and disgraced. May they be turned back and humiliated, those who plot evil against me. May they be like chaff before the wind, with the angel of the Lord driving them off. May their way be dark and slippery, with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. For without cause they hid their net from me, and without cause they dug a pit for my soul. Let ruin come upon him by surprise. Let the net he hid entangle himself into that same pit. Let him fall. Then my soul will rejoice in the Lord and delight in his salvation. All my bones will say, Lord, who is like you, rescuing the poor from the one too strong for him, the poor and needy from one who robs him? Violent witnesses rise up. They question me about things I know nothing about. They repay me evil for good, my soul is forlorn. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I afflicted my soul with fasting, my prayer kept returning to my heart. I went about mourning as though for my own friend or brother. I bowed down, dressed in black, as though for my own mother. But at my stumbling, they gathered in glee. Wretches gathered against me, whom I did not know, tearing at me without ceasing. They mocked profanely as if at a feast. They gnashed at me with their teeth. My Lord, how long will you look on? Rescue my soul from their ravages, my solitary existence from the lions. I praise you in the great assembly acclaiming you among a throng of people. Do not let my deceitful enemies gloat over me without cause, nor let those who hate me for nothing wink an eye, for they never speak shalom, but devise deceitful words against the quiet ones in the land. Yes, they open their mouth wide against me, saying, Aha, aha, our own eyes have seen it. You have seen it, Lord. Be not silent. Lord, be not far from me. Arise, awaken to my defense, to my cause, my God and my Lord. Vindicate me, Lord my God, according to your justice, and do not let them gloat over me. Don't let them say in their heart, Aha, just what we wanted. Don't let them say, We swallowed him up. May they be ashamed and humiliated, those who rejoice over my misery. May they who exalt themselves over me be clothed with shame and disgrace. May they shout for joy and be glad, those who delight in my righteous cause. May they always say, Exalted be the Lord, who delights in his servants. Shalom. Then my tongue will declare aloud your justice and your praises all day. That was Psalm 35, and now our last portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Matthew 26, verse 31 through 56. Then Yeshua said to them, This night... You will all fall away because of me. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to the Galilee. But Peter replied to him, Though all fall away because of you, I will never fall away. Yeshua said to him, Truly I tell you, this very night, before a rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Even if I must die with you, Peter says to him, I will never deny you. And so said all the disciples. Then Yeshua comes with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he tells the disciples, Sit there while I go over there and pray. And he took along Peter and Zavdai's two sons, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he tells them, My soul is deeply grieved, even to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little farther, he fell face down and prayed, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet, not as I will, but as you will. Then he comes to the disciples and finds them sleeping and he tells Peter, So couldn't you keep watch with me for one hour? Keep watching and praying so that you won't enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, for a second time he went away and prayed saying, My father, if this cannot pass away unless I drink it, let your will be done. Again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So he left them again and prayed a third time, saying the same words once more. Then he comes to the disciples and says to them, Still sleeping? Taking your rest? Look, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being delivered into the hands of sinners. Get up, let's go. Look, my betrayer is near." While Yeshua was still speaking, here came Yehuda, one of the twelve, and with him a big crowd with swords and clubs from the ruling Kohanim and elders of the people. Now his betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I kiss, he is the one. Seize him. And immediately Yehuda drew near to Yeshua and said, Shalom, Rabbi, and kissed him. Friend, Yeshua said to him, "'Do what you've come to do.' Then they came up and threw their hands on Yeshua and seized him. And suddenly one of those with Yeshua stretched out his hand and drew his sword, and he struck the Kohen Gadol's servant and cut off his ear. Then Yeshua said to him, "'Put your sword back in its place, for all who take up the sword shall perish by the sword.' Or do you suppose that I cannot call on my father and at once he will place at my side twelve legions of angels? How then would the scriptures be fulfilled that it must be so? At that hour, Yeshua said to the crowds, Have you come out with swords and clubs to capture me as you would a revolutionary? Every day I sat teaching in the temple and you didn't seize me. But all this has happened so that the writings of the prophets would be fulfilled. Then all the disciples fled, abandoning him. That was Matthew 26, verse 31 through 56. And it concludes our readings for this episode. If you are reading through the apostles twice in this year's cycle... You will be reading Romans 11, verse 17 through 36 today also. Thank you for listening. I pray that the Word of God will be life-giving to your heart and your spirit today, that it will go into good soil and bear much fruit in your life. Thank you again for praying for Israel and standing with us and loving and supporting Israel at this time. Our family and um, all of Israel, we can feel, we need your prayers and we can feel them. So thank you. May you be richly blessed as you go about your day. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.